Hey, it's Troy and welcome to another podcast. I'm in London. We're on lockdown. Uh, very exciting or, or not. So I wanted to do this show for you. Now, I'll probably keep it reasonably short because I'm also going live a bit later on to speak with John of Modern Life Dating. And actually, that is the foundation for the first announcement I need to make today, which is that John's course, which is called Body Language Mastery, is out at the moment. It's been out for a few days, but the cart closes at midnight tonight, midnight EST. That is about five o'clock in the morning, I think UK time on the 31st. Uh, But in the EST zone, uh, it closes at midnight tonight on the 30th. So you need to act quickly in order to get involved. Now, I'm sort of talking about this because I'm involved. I I work with John on, on this uh, on this project, if you like, and, and what it is, is you get, for the, the the cost of the course, you get the Body Language Mastery course, which is a very comprehensive video course demonstrating female body language. And effectively, he uses uh, an actress, a model, to demonstrate different types of, of body language, and it will enable you to see whether or not she is into you. So, this is incredibly useful stuff, and I'm going to explain a bit more why as we get into the meat and drink of the this podcast. But uh, you get that. You also get access to three weeks' worth of webinars that happen twice daily. John is really going out on a limb on this. Three weeks' worth of twice-daily webinars. And those webinars, yes, they cover body language, but they also cover all kinds of other things, really through a red pill lens. So they'll talk about dating, they'll talk about business, they'll talk about fitness, uh, wealth, all of these different things. You get people like, now I'm going to be in them myself, I'm aiming to be in them every day, at least one of them every day. Um, So I'll be there. But you've also got people like Rollo Tomasi, uh, Rich Cooper, Ryan Stone. Um, I think I think he's had Ed Latimore in before. People like Donovan Sharp. I mean, just a whole who's who really of people in this space giving up their time in order to, you know, do a bit of tutoring in their specialist subject matter and also answer questions on the webinar. And the other thing is that you get you've got a huge group of these other guys who are of a similar mindset, and everyone just just gets onto the Zoom webinar um, and, and and lets loose really. They are really, really valuable, incredible webinars. I've been on quite a lot of them now, and I really enjoy them, as well as obviously you know, working to support John. I just really enjoy them personally. I get a lot out of them, and I know you will too. So you get that uh, with the course as well. You also get access to a private Facebook group for guys only, which talks about all of these issues and more. Get your dating app profiles critiqued. Get advice. I mean, there's just loads and loads of stuff going on in there. Uh, and you also get access to all of the previously shot webinars as well. So I think there's something like 90 hours worth of red pill content that you get along with that that bundle. So the whole thing is incredibly valuable. It's incredibly useful. And listen, I mean, at the moment, to be frank, a lot of us are sitting around and we don't have a great deal to do. Well, I'm pretty busy, actually. But, you know, it might be, you know, that generally speaking, we've been asked to stay at home. Uh, We can't go out and party uh, in most places in the world. And so, therefore, the likelihood is you're going to have some additional time on your hands. And as I've been saying, really, since this uh, whole situation started to get more 
um, severe, if you like. I, I think the only thing that we can do under these circumstances is to remain positive, take it a day at a time, and work on ourselves. And so that's why, really, the fact that John's uh, open enrollment for, for body language mastery again now is such a great thing because this is an ideal opportunity to really get a handle on this skill set and also all these other areas of your life because as and when we do come out of this you want to be hitting the ground running rather than you know you've just sat in front of the tv for three months and, and eating cheetos so if you're interested in body language mastery and joining me in the webinars and so on and so forth then uh, i would encourage you to click the link below in the description for this because the cart is closing at midnight tonight EST uh, that is the 30th of March 2020 so listen if you're listening to this later than that apologies um, but I do, do have to get that message out there because uh, the closing date is today uh, so yeah and aside from that if you're watching this on YouTube please subscribe to my channel on YouTube you can also get my uh, book collection, Renegade Dating Blueprint, which is 11 of my best-selling books on dating game, The Sexual Marketplace. The link for that is also below. Anyway, enough of that. Let us get into the what I want to talk about today. And that is the necessity for taking action when the time is right. And I wanted to sort of illustrate this today with a little story drawn from the vaults of my personal life. Because... I think this is incredibly important, really. And look, I've talked about this before, and you know, I'm sure I'll talk about it again, and I'll probably continue talking about it as long as I'm making this content, which will be, you know, for the for all time, hopefully, for the foreseeable, certainly. Anyway, guys, um, because it's just incredibly important, and I genuinely think that this is the thing that trips a lot of guys up. You know, when I got into the space, the dating. Uh, skill space, if you like. Before I got into it, I guess I had this idea that I just wasn't, you know, naturally just wasn't very good with girls, in inverted commas. You know, I wasn't very good with women. I wasn't very good socially, generally, let alone with women, you know, with with anybody. Um, and so, I, and I just kind of thought, well, that's just how it is. That's just what I'm, that's just how I am. There's not really a great deal I can do about it. Um, and, and, and there you go. You know, some people are good at this stuff, other people aren't. I'm one of the the latter. Actually, while there was some truth in that, because there was certainly a lot that I needed to learn, perhaps more fundamentally than that, one of the big problems with me was that I just wasn't taking action when the time was right, okay? You know, I just wasn't doing what I needed to do in, in order to move a, an interaction with a girl forward. And when that happens, and it's happened to me a lot, really, in my pre-game... Um, Pre, pre-red pill education uh, life, if you like. It doesn't really happen to me as much now because I'm, I've been schooled enough by life in all of this stuff that, uh, generally speaking, I probably, if I have a fault, it's to err too much on the side of taking action and maybe not hanging back enough, you know, and that's maybe something we can discuss in another episode. But, um, but yeah, I mean, before, the problem was that I would... It wasn't that people weren't interested in me. It wasn't that girls weren't interested in me. It wasn't that, you know, I was I was actually, you know, this leper and I was being ignored by everybody. That actually wasn't the case at all, although I sort of liked to tell myself that at the time because I, I quite sort of liked glorifying in my, you know, untouchable status almost. But it was a fiction. The reality was there were people who were 
interested in me. There were girls, quite quite attractive girls sometimes, who were interested in me. And generally speaking, I would mess it up because I wouldn't make the move. And here's the thing. Here's something that you need to to understand and appreciate if you're new to this and even if you're even if you're not that new to it, what you need to understand, what you need to get your head around is the fact that what generally happens is that when somebody, when a girl, a woman is, is, is attracted to you, she will give you a window of opportunity in which to act. And if you don't jump through that window of opportunity, then it will be taken away and you probably have lost your chance forever, pretty much. And I was saying something similar to this uh, in one of the shows uh, recently, I think. So as I say, this is not a new topic for me, but I just wanted to sort of go over it again and tell you this particular story connected with it. Because, you know, if you don't take action, then you are going to lose opportunities. That's the bottom line of it. And by the way, this applies also in business as well, doesn't it? And it applies in work situations. It applies in all kinds of situations, but it, it very specifically applies within dating scenarios. And I, I think it's for a couple of reasons. I think the reasons are, if she is giving you signals, let's say, that she is interested, and the signals can be quite subtle, or they can be more overt, but, you know, let's say they're reasonably subtle, but she is giving you some signals, and you fail to to act upon that, then she's going to think one of a couple of things. She's going to think either perhaps you're not actually interested, and, you know, that's not necessarily what she wants to hear you know if she likes you and you're not interested in her then that can be quite hurtful that can be a blow to her ego that can be maybe even upsetting you know um and certainly you know if she thinks that you're not interested then she's not going to go chasing after you because in most cases she's going to want to hold on to some dignity and so you can mess it up like that and the other thing is that she might just think that you don't have the courage to act on what you actually want. That is to say, you know, you are interested in her and you just don't have the, the balls. You don't have the, the nerve to uh, to level up and, and tell her the way that you are feeling. And so that's also bad because then she's going to think, well, this guy's a bit weak, he's a bit cowardly, and that's not for me either. So whichever way it swings... Um, the, the end result is that she is likely to just say, okay, fine, I'm going to move on. And she's not then going to be responsive to you beyond that. Now, exactly this happened to me. I mean, as I say, this has happened to me on a number of occasions, but I was reminded recently, actually, I, did, I wrote an email about it, which is going out to my email list later on. So if you want to read that, you can join my email list on the link in the description. But I was reminded recently of this incident with a girl <clears throat> who I dated uh, a long time ago, actually, many, many years ago. Very, very attractive, very beautiful girl, um, very well-educated, very intelligent. Uh, she was interested in philosophy. She was actually doing a doctorate in philosophy. Um, she was interested in literature, she was interested in art, classical music, all of these things. Very, as I say, very, very attractive, um, very stylish and elegant, all of these things. All of these things that you would think, yes, this is the kind of person that I want to be with. This is the kind of person that I want to 
you know, to spend time with and try to build some sort of relationship with. And so, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd met with her. I think it was through uh, some dating site at the time. This was pre the dating apps, but it was through one of the sites. And yeah, we met up. And I think the first time we went out, this is, this is all rather blue pill, by the way, but I think the first time that we went out, we went to a, an art gallery. And um, we walked around the art gallery and we looked at the paintings and whatever, you know, I don't think we had that much interaction. And then afterwards we went for a coffee or something like that. And we, we talked a bit and, um, yeah, and she liked me, you know, she liked me. And so we arranged another date and then we met up for that. And yeah, you know, and part of this as well, by the way, guys, is that I was also, because this was relatively early in my journey of learning about this stuff and of learning actually of my value as well as a, as a guy, I was a little bit intimidated by her and I actually felt to some degree that um, she couldn't be interested in me because she was on a higher level than me. And this is why it's always very bad and this is why we always say, you know, that you should view your, yourself as the prize because if you don't, then there's a danger that, um, you know, you, you're putting her on a pedestal, which is, is an artificial thing to do. And that's going to cause you problems. And this is what happened with me. I put her on a pedestal. I thought she can't be interested because she's too good for me, whatever. And so there was a bit of that going on in the back of my head as well. But anyway, you know, we went for a few dates and things and things were going very pretty well, I thought. I mean, I wasn't um, pushing things forward in the way that I teach now in my date model. Uh, I would have approached things very differently if I knew then what I know now. But but anyway, you know, we've been out a few times, been out in the evening, we'd started to make out, kiss or snog as we call it in the UK. Uh, Yeah, you know, things are going well. But I was reticent to, to make a move. I was reticent to move things to the next level. And by that, what I mean is basically ask her either to come back to where I was living and have a coffee or watch some Netflix or Netflix didn't exist then but you know what I mean like watch a movie or something or or say well let's go back to your place and we can play Scrabble or watch a movie or whatever you know and and that was the step that I needed to make because things were clearly moving in that direction but I was scared to do so because I thought she was too good for me because I thought even in spite of all the evidence to the contrary I thought, well, yeah, but, you know, how do I really know that she's into me? How do I really know that she's actually interested? And, and this kind of fear is, uh, I mean, I look back on it now and I, it, it feels like it's another person. You know, it's, it feels like it was another person who's acting in that uh, way because I, I would never be like that today because of everything that I've learned since and everything I've, I've experienced. But that's just how it was. You know, you're, you're a bit scared and you don't want to be rejected you know you don't want to have that final sort of like oh I got so near and then she turned me down sort of a thing and so even though she was giving me all of these signals and she really was you know um and and just just the 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 very obvious signal of actually continuing to want to hang out with me because nobody no girl is going to continue to date somebody um in that way if they're not interested in things going further you know and by the way i wasn't it wasn't like i was taking her out for dinners or spending money on her or anything like that i mean this was um just normal dating so you know she wasn't getting anything else out of it other than the fact that she wanted to to hang out with me and yet even then i was so stupid not to read the signals correctly that i didn't make the move that i needed to make now the final time 
that we went out at, um, in the sequence of dates. I remember we, we'd been to a bar somewhere in East London, I think, and then I walked back with her to the place where she lived uh, with, her, with her mother. They had a, a business in East London. I walked back with her. We stopped outside the apartment and we ended up making out. We ended up uh, kissing, um, getting very sort of amorous together in the street for about 15 minutes or so underneath the lamplight. And I remember her looking very pretty, wearing this fur coat, looking very glamorous, um, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, obviously I was getting somewhat um, excited by the this development and it was, you know, and it was all, things were moving in the right direction. But even then, I still lacked the courage. I still lacked the motivation, not the motivation. I lacked the, what's the word? You know, I, ju- I, ju- I just, I, I was inert. I just, I just lacked the ability to push things forward to the next level in the way that I should have done. And what I, obviously I should have done was to say, well, listen, you know, it's been a great evening. How about we go and, you know, go back to my place. I've got some, some, uh, you know, some coffee or some more wine. Maybe we can have some wine and we can listen to some music or whatever. Or I should have sought to get her to invite me into her place. And I, and I didn't do any of that. Didn't do any of that. So instead, what happened is we, we made out for the, the 15 minutes or whatever. And then I allowed her to walk back into her apartment and she went up the stairs, slammed the door behind her. And that was it. And that was the last time I saw her. Now, actually, there is a bit of a coda to this story because I did end up meeting her again many years later, and that's a story for another another podcast, probably. But but look, just in the context of of, of that story, that part of the story, that was the last time I saw her. Now, as I was leaving, as I was walking away, you know, clearly in the back of my mind, there was a bit of a even for me as this blue pill simp or whatever you want to call me at the time, I was sort of thinking, well. I possibly dropped the ball a little bit there. Or maybe I should have tried to, you know, move things on a bit. Maybe I should have at least suggested that we, um, you know, we take the party elsewhere. Um, but, I, you know, but I'm walking home. But also I'm walking home and I'm thinking, but you know what? She, You know, now I know she likes me. Great. Okay, I'll do it next time. And I thought, this, this is all fine. You know, everything's moving in the right direction. Um, we'll, we'll go out again and then, um, you know, and then we will we will move to that next level. In fact, what happened was that she then, after that, after that night, she then started to distance herself from me. So I would be sending her messages and she would either not respond or she'd take a really long time to respond. And then her response would be very brief and it would be very, not, not formal, but, you know, it would be very uh, bland, let's say, polite. Um, and when I tried to suggest another meetup, when I tried to suggest another date, she would generally just ignore the, the, those requests. Um, and, and, and the whole thing became very... And, and, and it was even more painful, actually, because then occasionally she would actually meet up with me. So, you know, I'd go for another two weeks of like this awkward messaging. And then finally she would say, oh, oh OK, well, let's meet for a coffee. And we'd meet for a coffee, but the... the the spark had gone, the, the intensity of before had gone. And I think she was just meeting up with me sort of out of pity in a way, or maybe because um, she was, perhaps she was still sort of spinning me as a plate, if you like, but maybe I, I suspect that by then she'd moved on um, 
you know, to, to, to other guys as, as her, you know, to, to, to look to date because she obviously felt this dude just hasn't had the balls to to push forward with me or he's not that into me. And, um, yeah, and it, it, th- that whole situation was very painful for me, actually, because I really liked her. You know, I was really into her and I knew that I'd messed it up and I sort of didn't entirely understand how or why I'd messed it up at the time but I knew that I'd had and the fact that here was somebody that was you know I thought well she's awesome and you know I wanted it to to be a proper intimate relationship and I'd messed it up it it had been snatched away from me by my own volition was quite hard to deal with at the time you know I felt really bad I hated myself I felt like I'd shot myself in the foot I also, because of my scarcity mentality, I was also thinking, you know, I'll never get this again. I'll never meet somebody like this again. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Really, really bad times. Really bad times. And I was, you know, kind of a a bit obsessive. I kept thinking about her. I kept thinking, oh, how can I pull this back? What can I do? Blah, blah, blah. Um, Yeah, very, very painful stuff. Uh, You know, and it didn't need to have been like that. Because as I say, what I should have done, when it was pretty clear... Well, actually, to be frank, you can take a, you can take action even before it's clear, and you can sort of um, preempt. You can amp up the 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 excitement, the exhilaration in these situations by taking that affirmative action, uh, uh, you know, and, and and sort of amping up her state so that she goes along with it and becomes you know excited by you, and she she wants to take things further. Um, but certainly, by the time she is giving you those positive signals. You want to be taking that action. You want to be, you know, moving things on to the next level in the way that it's, frankly, it's your your job to do as the guy. That's just how things work in in, in, in dating. Um, so, so I'd messed it up and I was it, it cut up about it, let's say, afterwards. And looking back now... And as I say, this is something like, I think it's about 13 years ago. It's a long time ago. No, maybe more, actually. Yeah, maybe about 13, 14 years ago, something like that. Um, Looking back now, I just think that whole scenario could have so easily been avoided. And and it would have been easily avoided by me taking action more quickly. That's it. That's all I needed to do. All I needed to do was put myself on the line when she was showing her interest put myself on the line, invite her to come back with me for a drink or, or whatever, and just see what happens. Now, you know, it's still conceivable that she would have said no to that request or, you know, it would have taken longer to, to move things on to that next level. Well, fine. But, you know, you want to be playing the game on, on your terms. So you at least want to make the right moves. Now, if she then says, well, actually, no, I'm, you know, not yet, or, you know, I normally wait 10 dates before I, you know, whatever, or something like that. Well, okay, fine. You know, then you deal with that when you reach that stage. But you need to be still motor driving the motor to push this thing forward. Um, you know, and it might be the case that you, you're with somebody and, you know, you do feel in the end that she's kind of time-wasting and it's not going where you want it to go. And that's okay. You know, you just move on to to the next one, you know, but um, you need to take responsibility to be pushing things on. And that's what I failed to do. And that's why, you know, frankly, I got myself into that silly situation and ended up being quite upset about it in my blue pill, you know, days. So 
<clears throat> how do you get around this? Well, one of the ways to get around this is to understand the signals that are being given out. And how are the signals normally given out? Well, they're given out, yes, drum roll please, through body language, okay? Now, to be fair, with the, in the situation I'm talking about, her uh, body language, let's say, was pretty avert because we were like making out and things. But, um, but even still, for me at that stage, that wasn't enough. I still had this voice in the back of my head saying, yeah, well, she's doing that, but, you know, mm. pathetic, really. Um, but imagine if it had been more subtle than that. Imagine if we'd been going out and actually um, we hadn't been making out, but she was giving other signals more subtly. I would have completely missed the boat. In, in that instance, I would have completely messed it up because I wouldn't have had even that indication that she was into it. And so this is what concerns me about guys who maybe haven't studied this stuff, who aren't aware of this sort of stuff, is that, um, you know, you need to, to be aware of this stuff because you can miss out on perfectly good opportunities just through ignorance, just through not knowing what to look for. Because, as I said, at the, at the start and throughout this, you know, once that window of opportunity has been closed, there's a very, very good chance it's not going to open again. You know, somebody asked me this the other day. They said, yeah, but, you know, can you, can you pull something like that back from the brink? And um, unfortunately, you, you, you can't. Not always. I mean, yeah, it's, it's conceivable. I mean, sometimes these things do turn around. But generally, um, you can't pull it back from the brink. You have messed it up. You've lost your chance. And now she... she it's almost like that light switch effect that they talk about. Um, in relationships where, you know, one minute she's really on, she's really interested, etc., etc., and then the next minute, bang, it's gone, she's off. And once the light switch is off, it's, it's really hard to reignite. The only way that you can reignite it is through time, having a lot of time apart. And actually, that is kind of what happened in the incidents that I'm talking about, because after many, many years, we did meet up again, and um, things took a different turn. But that was sort of coincidence, really. I mean... Um, if you don't take note of the signals that are being sent, and if that light switch effect happens, then in most cases you are just, that's it, it's game over. You know, you have to go and lick your wounds and, you know, try again with somebody else another on another day, which is tough, which is not where you want to be. So this is really why I am so keen on the Body Language Mastery course, because you will learn through that course precisely the signals that you need to be looking out for. And some of them are quite subtle. So if you don't know about this stuff, and if you find in, for yourself that you are, how can I put it, if, you're, if you feel like you're missing opportunities, if you feel like opportunities are slipping through your grasp, then this really is the course for you, not least because you will also get the support of the other guys on the webinars as well, so we can actually talk about this stuff in detail. We can actually look at the specific examples that you're, you know, incidents, experiences that you're having, and we can go into it and drill down. But um, yeah, you know, I mean, there was no resource of this kind when I was, you know, back at that time. There was YouTube was 
certainly in his infancy, I think. Uh, and there weren't really, there wasn't really video content of this kind. So to have video content, which is actually showing you these body language tells that you need to know. Incredibly powerful, incredibly valuable stuff. Uh, and it really will, I think, prevent you or help to prevent you from messing things up quite as spectacularly as I've done in times like the example that I've just talked you through. So as I say, the link is below. If that's of interest, then do jump on board. You've only got until the end of uh, the 30th of March, 2020, 12 p.m. midnight, EST. The cart closes, but I would encourage you to enroll prior to that. And yeah, I will see you on the other side. I'll see you in those webinars and we will, you know, be able to talk about this stuff in much more more detail there. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you, maybe you kind of resonate with that a bit. Maybe you've had some similar experience. Maybe you haven't and you're a stone cold alpha and I'm just a, a buffoon and that's quite possible. And if so, congratulations. But for me, these were the kind of mistakes that I, I had to make, really. These were the, this was my journey. You know, these were the, the, the errors, the, the, the failures that, that I went through. And my sense is that I think a lot of guys do because, you know, we're just not really taught how things actually work and we're not taught about the need to, to take that decisive action. So I hope this has helped somebody. I hope this has helped you. And, yeah, give me a shout. Leave me a comment below. Leave me a like. Hit subscribe on my YouTube channel. If you're listening to this actually not on YouTube, on uh, a podcast app, then do head over to YouTube and hit subscribe to my channel over there because I'm putting out loads and loads of new content on that. And uh, yeah, we will speak again very soon. Bye-bye.